This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. You have to stop comparing yourself to others and you just have to believe in your abilities and if you think you don't have the abilities, then go study. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Today's guest is Alina Botica, and she is a photographer in Romania. Alina's specialty is boudoir photography, as well as personal branding and portraits thrown in there, and she has gotten to the point where she can do this full-time. Alina was really fun to chat with, and she has such a positive outlook. She's also really great at showing up on her social media and sharing with her potential clients what they will get from her when they book a photo shoot. Alina started out shooting in her apartment, but has now rented a studio that she loves. I absolutely love interviewing photographers from around the world because it shows you that you don't have to be living in LA or New York to have a sales average that is sustainable for your business. Alina is doing it in Romania and she is a total inspiration. Okay, let's get started with Alina. Hi, Alina. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. Hi, Nikki. Thank you for inviting me. It's a great honor for me to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. It's so it's just so great. So b- before we get started with your whole story, will you just let our listeners know where you live, where your studio is, and just what genre you shoot in general for photography? Yes. Well, I am Alina, and I live in Bucharest, Romania. Uh, my studio, I've got it from, I don't know, 2000, 2018 or something like this. Yeah, three years, three years the same space, and I shoot uh, portraits and boudoir. Okay, so mostly, mostly like portraits of women, or do you do family photos, or you know, tell people about that? No, mostly women. <laughs> I mostly don't women. really shoot kids, yeah, um, because I'm not good at it. I tried it, but I'm not good at it. I don't have the patience to stay <laughs> with uh, with a child with a newborn, and I think it's so hard, so hard to uh, to get those cute faces and cute positions. And I, I really, I really don't don't know how to do it. So I stick to what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm the same. I am the same, and that's okay. You know, everyone finds what they love to shoot, and yeah. stick with it. That's great. Okay, so you're in Romania. 
This is exciting. Yes, Romania. It's a very beautiful country. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to have you, you know, to interview you because, you know, we get a lot of people saying like, oh, you can only do, you know, charge certain prices or do a certain business model in like California or New York or, you know, so I'm just really happy that we're going to be able to get a different perspective from you in Europe. Yes, I think everybody can do it. It's not depending on the location. It might not be the same structure of the prices. I mean, I'm not starting at the prices that Sue talks about mm-hmm. or that are in other countries, European countries, because we here have a minimum wage of around 300 euros. So if I start, well, my prices start at 500 and go up to 1200 for portraits. Oh, that's great. Okay, so... So you're, the average, you said 300 euros, is that per month? That's a minimum wage, yeah, per month. Okay, gotcha. And then your packages start at 500 euro? Yes. Okay, gotcha. I, I'm, just, I'm glad to talk about this because, this, yes, you don't necessarily have to start your prices at 900 euro or 1,200 euro or, you know, whatever. It, it like, yes. But even 500, that's like a great starting point for you yes and 500 it's only for six digitals so okay yeah no makeup no hair only six digitals yep and then and I want to hear how you got to this point but do you mind sharing or do you know your sales average my sales average around uh I think around 600 600 euro yes well actually 600 euros but I do also personal branding Okay. From time to time. And those sessions are uh, a little, I don't know, they start from 300 euros. Okay, gotcha. For three photos. So. Okay. Okay, so we'll talk about specifically all, all of your pricing and how it works mm-hmm. in a little bit. But I, I just want to make sure people, you know, I feel like sometimes people say like, oh, you can't charge this or that or whatever because people don't make as much money. But when someone wants to purchase something, let's say an iPhone, you know, how much is an iPhone in Romania? Well, it's about, uh, I don't know, the last model, the iPhone 12 mm-hmm. Pro, it's about 1,000 euro. Yeah. Almost. So people will save for it and buy it if that's something they really want. Yes. Right? And that's yes. the same with photos. It's the same with a fancy handbag or a plane ticket to go on vacation or whatever. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Like people will save for it if that's what they want. And and obviously, even though minimum wage is 300 euro, that doesn't mean that's what everyone's making. Like there's a range of different incomes. There's a range yes, of different yes, clients. Of course. So I just wanted to point that out before we get into your story that you can, you know, you, you don't have to charge as much, obviously, in, in the States or like you would in the UK or in New York or whatever, but you can absolutely make a living and not charge so little that you're burning yourself out. Yes, very true. There are there are a lot of people here that go on with prices like I don't know, 100 euro per per session with hair and makeup and I'm always wondering how are they able to live money-wise mm-hmm. and life-wise, family time, I don't know, personal time, friends time. I don't know how they can live with 100 euro per session. Agreed. Agreed. And and I bet you it doesn't last long. No, no. And they do 30 sessions per month or more. 
And I'm wondering, wow. I would I, die. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> I never want to try it. No. So this is why I've got my prices up. So I can have, I don't know, four, six sessions per month and live a good life, afford some free time, afford some spa moments, mm-hmm. time with friends and I don't know, just enjoy life, enjoy a little vacation. Even if I'm not going to Bali or some exotic location. But for me, for example, I like Greece very much. And if I'm able to, with my prices and the way I structured my business, I'm able to live in Greece for a whole month if I want to. Wow. This is success for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is a good life for me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and the cool thing is you get to design your own life when you yes. have your own business. And when you are charging sustainable prices for where you live, you get to design your life however you want. And for you, that means living in Greece for a month. Amazing. Like that's yes. so awesome. Okay. So Alina, did you always do photography? Well, okay. I know you didn't because you said you've only done it for three years, but were you always an entrepreneur or you know, what did you do before photography? Well, I was working in a bank. Okay, yep. <laughs> a nine to six job, no, not to five mm-hmm. to six. Mm-hmm. Because we, we had one hour lunch break. And that was my life. And mm-hmm. I left the bank uh, around to, uh, 2011. And uh, I started my own business as a wedding photographer then. And easily I moved into portraits and Lastly, into boudoir. But there I was working in a bank and I wasn't Mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have time to have the vacations I wanted. I didn't have as much free time as I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to to go off on my own, to launch into life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And photography was there for me. Uh, I don't have a story like most of us do, most photographers do, that they had, I don't know, the father, the mother that was doing photography or they were passionate about photography since they were little. No, I found photography actually in a vacation in Greece (laughs) because (laughs) apparently everything starts in Greece. (laughs) (laughs) And I went to Greece. I had a Canon, I don't know, power shot. It was a little Canon. I brought it with my own money and I was so proud of it. And I went to Greece and I came back with uh, 2000 photos. And I said, wow, I really mm-hmm. like doing photos, taking photos. And I went on and searched for uh, a photography school because I didn't know very much then. I was just what I read on the internet. And I did a photography school for three months. I got a diploma. That helped me open my business because I needed a diploma for the type of business I have. Yeah, in the st- in the states, we don't have to do anything to like show that we're able to properly take photos. You can just start mm-hmm. a bus- start a business. You just have to go through the proper channels to get a license, like through the state. Mm-hmm. There is something similar here with okay. limited uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. called serele here. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I think it's an LLC. Yeah, LLC. Yep, that's what we have. Yes, yeah. That's where we, where you don't need a diploma, but there is something else that you need a diploma. Be- 
and it's easier for me, for example, I, because I don't want to have an LLC. It's easier for me to have the other business type. I was just curious if you, you had to take a photography course. Uh, yes, for this, I mean, I wanted to take a photography course mm -hmm. because I wanted to learn how to use my camera. Right, because, right. Yeah, I bought a Sony Alpha something, I don't even remember, my first camera, professional camera. And I wanted to know how to use it because I didn't know how to use it. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go to a school. I had to okay. take a course. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so then this was back in, you said, 2011? Yes, Okay, so from then until, because you had mentioned earlier that you've been doing this sort of style of portrait with this business model for three years. So what happened between 2011 and like 2017, 2018? Well, from 2011, I started doing weddings because it was easier to get on the market. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, weddings, you need a photographer. Everyone hires a photographer to shoot their wedding. And... Somewhere in 2015, I found out my mom had cancer. Oh, no. And uh, I went through a very, very rough period. I was just working to get money. Oh, I was doing weddings, but I didn't find them. Um, I don't know. I didn't find the joy in it mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in 2016, at the beginning of the year, I was listening to some to Sue to Sue Bryce, and uh, she always kicks you in the butt. <laughs> yeah, she sure does. <laughs> and I just I don't know. I was staying in bed, all sad and all, and I listened to Sue. And right there and then, I decided to to go and do portraits. And so. I started to work on my portfolio in 2016 and I charged around, I don't know, 200 euros per session with hair and makeup and a hundred of photos. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something, I wouldn't do it anymore. And in 2017, I had my first exhibition, my photo exhibition, and I changed all my... Um, my site and my business, I change it to portraits. So I changed everything. Mm -hmm. We, I had it on weddings. My site was about weddings. And I changed it to portraits and boudoir. And so in 2018, I had officially my last two weddings. And then I went all in portraits and boudoir. Wow, that's exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at that point... You said you, you ended up just switching over your website and your social mm -hmm. media. And how did you start marketing for that? Or, or did you like build your portfolio beforehand? Or, you know, how did you do all of it? Yes, I did build my portfolio from around a year or so. And then I just, I just started putting out portraits. And, you know, there is a saying that, People buy what they see. So I was not posting uh, on social media. I was not posting weddings anymore, photos, wedding photos. So people started inquiring about portraits because I was using what I had done in my, with my portfolio. 
And my portfolio, I built it on free shots because it was the easier way. I did photo shoots with my friends, makeup with my friends, and we were just playing out. And that helped me a lot. Yeah, that's great. And, and, and even just that practice, like with your friends, is so important. Yes, it is. Because, you know, you start seeing the light for portraits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was using light before on weddings. And I learned a lot before. But it's somehow different. Because on weddings, you have uh, so little time. I mean, you have... 10 to 15 minutes to do some portraits of the bride. Mm-hmm. But when there is a full session, you have to, you have to know a little bit more and yeah. you have to start looking at things different from, from shooting a wedding. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So you built your portfolio yes. and then, cause I think a lot of people out there who are shooting weddings, they maybe want to add in portraits, but they're not sure how to, kind of make that transition or what to do and so how did you start marketing it I mean I know you said you started posting and showing you know those photos but what did you what did you do to get those clients in well once I decided that I wanted to do portraits and boudoir because actually that is what I wanted to do since I went to photography school and I remember my um, my teacher asking what type of photography I wanted to do and I said portraits and fashion, and somehow I ended up combining them, mm-hmm. but for the everyday women, not for models, because I don't work with models. And I don't know, things started to get easier, because I felt like I was in the right place. I felt like I found my my way in life, my vocation. It may sound big, and it may sound, uh, I don't know, a little bit cheesy, but this is how I felt. And I started networking. Uh, I went to networking groups. I got some um, invitations uh, to speak at conferences, to teach others in what I do. And this is how I marketed my business. Okay. Going out, going out, networking more. Because when I was doing weddings, I didn't went to networking uh, groups or networking meetings. But when I started doing portraits, I went for uh, about two years, yeah, until the pandemic came and we couldn't go out and meet. But uh, I did two years of networking. So networking, talk to me a little bit about that. I hear people say, but there's no no networking groups by me or there's no way to network by me because I have a small town or I'm not in the U.S. or whatever. So so talk to me Mm -hmm. about networking in Romania. Well, Bucharest is the largest town, as is the capital of Romania. So here we have, we have networking groups. There are not many. I think there are three networking, different companies, three different companies that do networking, business networking, because we have other type of events that are in the evening with a glass of wine and you can network. But I was doing the, the business one, the one that you go in the morning and you talk about your business and you mm-hmm. meet a lot of people. And everyone, you get a chance to do either collaborations or to meet people that need your services or you need their services. And networking for me, uh, I tried them all. I tried all the groups because it's important to see where you fit in, where you feel the best 
mm-hmm. where you feel comfortable. Because if you don't feel comfortable, then it's not going to work out because you have to trust the people that are in your team, in your networking team. Mm-hmm. Because we have here, we had three networking groups and each of the group had his own day of meeting. And you can go from one group to another. But the ones that are in your team, these are the person that recommend you to their peers, to their business network, to their people. Mm-hmm. And so you have to trust each other. And this is why you have to find to find your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things that I love so much about networking is maybe the people that are in the groups, sometimes they become my clients and sometimes not. But what what is so great is when you can find someone who will tell other people about you, who will tell their friends and tell their colleagues and and tell their family. And that's where it becomes this sort of chain reaction where people start talking about you is, is finding, yeah, just people who, who love to talk about you and what you do. And, And yeah, so that's cool that you have that as well. That's awesome. Yes, and we stayed friends over the pandemic. I didn't participate in online. They met online uh, mm-hmm. at some point, but I couldn't meet them online. I got I got very bored, to be honest, because it's not the same thing, an online meeting with a face-to-face meeting, especially when there is a large group of people and 25 people plus, their in, in, plus the ones that they invited had to talk about their business, you know, and time was running so slow and they got bored. But we remain friends and now we are meeting again in smaller groups because things are opening up, but we are starting to meet again. So it's very nice that, you know, you've got someone talking about you. And this is actually how I got um, this networking, Facebook and Google, and my site, my website, were the main three uh, three pillars of how I got my clients. Okay. I mean, the bottom line is that networking really can be a crucial, important part of, of growing your clientele base. And it sounds like it's worked for you. It's, you know, it works for people all over, but you have to put the work in, in the time of building those relationships. Yes, yes, of course. It meant a lot uh, for my business. Well, I did grow. I did grow with the networking. But yes, it is a lot of work because you have to go to the meetings. We had meetings every Thursday, Mm -hmm. uh, every week. And doing this for two years in a row, it can be hard. I mean, we we also had a summer vacation. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We end in July, at, at the end of July, and we start in September. But we have one month off every year. But the presence is mandatory, so you only get to skip it for four times. And after the okay. four times, you are uh, removed from the group. So it is a lot of commitment, and you have to do your part. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And And that's the thing I think sometimes people want it to be just like a quick go to one meeting and get all these clients. And that's really not how it works. Yes. And and it sounds like you said you have like attendance policies or whatever. And I, I know I've said this before on this podcast, but I don't do well with like attendance and requirements. <laughs> I don't like to be told what to do. Uh, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. There are groups that I think work well for some people and not as much for others. And, it, and you just have to figure out what works for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the services you provide and, and your pricing. So if I were to book a shoot with you, Alina, what would that look like? First of all, you'll contact me through my site. Every other communication method, it's kind of either shut down or redirecting you to the site because I want my, uh, my communication to be on my email, on my main email. And from that, I will, you get the first email with some questions that I would like for you to answer so I can know better who you are and what you desire from the shoot, what is your goal, what do you want to have at the end of the shoot. And also you get my pricing in a beautiful PDF. <laughs> and from there, we, we just go uh, with booking. And from booking, I have a very extensive communication with my clients since the booking, the booking day and uh, until the, the day they come to the studio. Uh, there are about four or five emails. Uh, no, more, I think. Mm -hmm. With um, some guides to what to wear, to how to choose their colors, to, I don't know what to do one week, two week before, two weeks before the shoot, how to prepare their skin, how to take their meals, for example, if they want to, to have a glowing skin, mm -hmm. how to hydrate, how to do Pilates and yoga, some stretching because boudoir sessions are very hard on the body because you have to arch yeah. your back, you have mm -hmm. to... You know, there are some strange positions that you don't usually do in your, at home. Mm -hmm. You don't stay in those positions. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of communication. It's a lot of preparation. I just want the day to be a pampering day, a real pampering day. And I just don't want them to feel awkward in any way or to feel unprepared or to, I don't know, leave something at home and realize at the studio. Mm -hmm. So they, they, I give them this advice, this uh, organization times, I don't know, when to do their nails, their skincare routine, and stuff like this. Girl stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, and just real quick, how many boudoir sessions do you do? Like, what percentage do you think of your shoots are boudoir? In the last year, uh, I did mainly boudoir. I do around uh, 50 shoots per year, besides the shoots that I do for myself, I don't know, some creative projects mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. some some other campaigns that I do. And around 30 of them are boudoir or some kind of boudoir with portrait mm -hmm. uh, or boudoir with uh, personal branding because they can combine the, the sessions. So if everyone, if anyone comes and only wants personal branding, then they get a price for their personal branding and an email standard for for this uh, this kind of uh, photo shoot. But if they want, um, I don't know, something more, for example, if they want portraits and some personal branding or some business headshots and some boudoir, they get a different email with a different pricing PDF. So it depends. I don't have a percentage because it can be combined. So yeah, yeah. But most of them are boudoir because this is what I show on social media. So people come for this. Yeah. I, I want to know, because I, I love the idea of combining 
sessions like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I do that as well with my personal mm-hmm. branding. I always encourage them to bring, you know, something a little bit out of the box that would be more yes. personal photos, whether it is, you know, something sexier or just something really glamorous or, and I feel like that helps me to sell more photos. And, and I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm curious, how do you let people know that this is an option? Like, how do you educate them around the fact that they can combine the two shoots? Well, uh, when they, this is why I redirect them to my website because there is the, um, they have to complete to uh, to complete a form, mm-hmm. and in that form they have some options. I mean, they have a question uh, that is regarding the type of session that they want and how will they use their photos, and they have options to, they have to choose. Personal branding, boudoir, sexy lingerie, uh, contemporary portraits. And if they choose more, I don't know, if they choose boudoir and personal branding and contemporary portraits, then I know that they don't want only personal branding photos. So I send them the PDF with the combined photo session. If they only choose um, photos for work, business headshots, then I know that they only want that. Some ask if, I don't know, if they can do some personal portraits also, but after the initial email. And then I say, it's okay, just bring one outfit and we'll do a photo, I don't know, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But mostly I know when they want a combined photo session and when they want only boudoir or only personal branding because I have that in my form. And it's easier for me to to know what to send. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It, I think it's smart to put it in, you know, like you said, they have to complete the form because mm-hmm. some people might not even think that that was an option. And yes. if you're wondering how to, maybe if you're out there listening and wondering how to kind of combine shoots, you just have to tell people that it's possible and, and plant the seed ahead of time. Yes. And I also talk about it in my social media because as I said, my social media and my website are my main sources of finding clients. And I let them know they can combine, they can wear a dress and also wear some, I don't know, a sexy dress for boudoir mm-hmm. or some business suit for their business headshots. Yeah, so. you do a really nice job combining that on your social media. Thank you. Like it, it flows well together. And, and I think that, that you have a really good example of, of how you can do that. I, it, you know, some people choose to have their boudoir sessions completely separate on their social media, but I don't think it's necessary. If, if you do it in a way that, you know, it looks consistent on your page. And I, and I think you do a really nice job at doing that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. I wouldn't have the, the energy or the time or the will to have separate social media pages for every type of portraits, uh, photo shoots that I do, and business headshots mm-hmm. and personal branding and contemporary portraits and boudoir, as I call them. Boudoir, for example, for me are intimate portraits because I do classic boudoir, but I also put in a little bit of art. I don't know if it's art, but I like to call it art because it it's not only a boudoir classic boudoir, sexy pose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it, you're not just focusing on boobs and butt. Like, I'll put it no, out. No, <laughs> like, no. Like, you're focusing more on the woman and the expression and the pose. Like, And, of course, yeah. there is some of that thrown in there. You know, the 
more revealing, super sexy stuff. But but I I feel like you're focusing more on the person and not the body part. Yes, and on the form and on the light and on. I mean, it has to to move me in a way, not mm-hmm, just to be mm-hmm. in a sexy position and go be sexy. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah, you do a really nice job of that. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your pricing and, and how, how these packages work or do you do a la carte? I know you said you start with the six six digitals for 500 euros. T- tell us a little bit more. Yes. So I only do packages. They have some a la carte options, but there are some extras uh, over the collections. I don't really do a um, session fee and a la carte because I find people get a little bit confused here in Romania because they are used to packages mm-hmm. and not to session fee and a la carte. And so I decided to just do collections. And yes, my collection starts at 500 euros. They get six digitals. Then we go up to, for example, for the sessions that I do combined, that there are combined, the next collection is uh, 750 euros. And they get 15 photos, digital photos. They get to change three outfits. And they have makeup and hair included. And then if there is only boudoir, a boudoir session, I don't have makeup included in the boudoir sessions uh, on either of the collections because I want to give them the chance to choose if they want makeup or not. Because for me, for example, I'm a person that doesn't wear makeup. I mean, I wear a red lipstick and some mascara, and that's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> and I want people to have the option to choose makeup or not. So yeah. the next collection for the boudoir is uh, 630 euros because we take out the, the makeup. So, okay, gotcha. And the last one is 1,200 euros, and they've got 30 photos and digital photos and five prints and one beautiful box to store their prints and if they want more they've got extras if they want more uh, outfit change uh, if they want more photos digital photos or printed photos or uh, if they want more boxes they can have it it's an extra charge okay if they want to shoot in another place than my studio again there is an extra charge because i like to shoot in my studio it's easier (laughs) yes And this is why I pay rent to a studio, not to go into the park and shoot in the green light of the trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally, totally. And I am—I like my studio, and I like—I—I'm a—I am a lazy entrepreneur. As mm, same, said. you and me, Paulina. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to feel comfortable in my space. I know my light. I know how it works. I know where is best, and. I, I'm doing my job better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm more productive. Mm-hmm. It, it's so, I love that you're saying this. I, I hear people all the time in the Sue Bryce Education, you know, the Facebook group where they'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I don't know if I can charge these prices because I don't have a studio or because, you know, oh. I'm just shooting outside. And I'm like, do you have any idea how much harder it is to shoot outside? You're dealing with weather. Yes. And like you said, the green grass and the trees and, yes. weather, and people. other people. <laughs> yeah cars driving by I mean all of it it's the mosquitoes I don't know if you have mosquitoes in Romania but we do here you know we do we do (laughs) like bugs in Australia actually this is kind of funny I was doing a senior photo shoot and 
I posted a behind the scenes and I was standing in like the brush, like in, mm-hmm. you know, super tall grass and there were flowers, which is why I was in there. And I had my client in there and my Australian photographers who follow me were like, oh my God, aren't you worried about snakes or like oh. you know, scorpions? <laughs> like people in the desert, like in the desert yes. area, they're like scorpions. And I'm like, no, I don't have any of that. So no. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> yeah. And we have ticks here. We have then, those too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it. I yes. don't want to be bothered. Yeah. We do tick no. checks on my kids because our new home has 10 acres and I planted mm-hmm. a wildflower. It's oh, it's so, it turned out so beautiful. I'm so excited yes. about it. And I didn't spray for ticks over there because we have milkweed and there's monarch butterflies over there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to kill the butterflies because monarchs yes. only only feed on the milk and milkweed and we have it. Anyways, it's so beautiful. But anytime we're out there, we do tick checks. We check mm-hmm. our hair behind our ears. Anyways, the whole yeah, point yeah. is is that it is way harder to be outside. So if you're thinking you can't charge as much because you're outside, you have to think twice about that because it's yes. not true. <laughs> I agree. I totally yeah. agree with you. I don't want to shoot outside. I really don't want to shoot outside. No. Tell us about your studio. Well, my studio, it's, it's, you know, an old house in the center of Bucharest. I have high ceilings. That's what I wanted Mm -hmm. since I thought about a studio. But as you mentioned earlier, people thinking they can't charge the prices, the, the big prices, because they don't have a studio. I want to tell a story or where I where I did my first shoots of 500 euros per shoot. Yes, I did please. it in my uh, living room. And in my living room, there was a couch. There was a desk with two computers, my computer and my partner's computer. There were books, a library full of books. And I only had a space, a shooting space of three meters by three meters. And that is where I shot for uh, one whole year. Yeah. I remember when you posted in the group that you got your new studio. Yes. And yeah. So, okay. So you photographed in your, your living room for a year. Yeah, actually it was for almost two years, actually, because I got my studio at the end of 2018, uh, somewhere in October. Okay, yeah. No, I, I found your post in the group and it's it was September 24th, 2018. So 2018 yes. is when you posted it. Yeah? Yes. So close to the end. So yeah, so almost two years you shot in your, in your living yes, room. Yes, in my living room. And I was making 500 euros per shot, per photo shoot. So I'm always trying to say to people that this is are your own limitations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we ended up with a joke, actually, about my living room, my shooting in the living room, because I was, I was always telling my clients, I'll see you in my living room. And I was not making uh, my, my shooting space to seem uh, inadequate or uh, to make it, I don't know, sound sleazy or sound more, um, sound weird. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was proud of my space. I was proud of my photos. I was proud of what I was doing. I mean, most of my photos that are in the accreditation program were shot there. Really? Yes. 
Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Two things. One, the accreditation program, if you're listening and you're not sure, it's the Portrait Masters. We have awards and yes. accreditation. So that's what Alina is referring to. But I, I want to back up a little bit because I think I interrupted you when uh, talking about your studio space. You said you wanted to tell us about your first 500 euro shoot. Yes. Did you get to finish telling that or did I interrupt you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, it was, ah, I didn't tell exactly. I was telling about the space. Okay. But I can tell my, yes, five, please my do. first 500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exciting. Shoot. It's fun to hear these stories. Yes. It was my first 500 uh, euro portrait shoot was in the living room I was talking about earlier with a mom and her two kids. And it was, I don't when she chose that, that collection of 500 euros, I was like, Oh, girl, we can do this. I mean, <laughs> they they surely can pay these prices. If there is only one person that pays this price, this means that there are others. The first mm-hmm. one, it's so important. The mm-hmm. first shoot of 500 euros just confirmed, me, confirmed to me that I can have these prices and I can live a good life and have the life I desire, I dream. And then I've got my first 1,000 euro photo shoot. And 2020, when was the pandemic going on, I had my best financing year. I made more, more money than before. Wow. So, yeah, I had 12,000. At the beginning of this year, I was only having 500 euros photo shoots. And somehow I went... uh, I went a little bit worried, but then they started only booking the 1,200 photo shoots. Mm-hmm. And I was, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we're right on track again. Mm-hmm. But the first 500 euros that you get for a photo shoot, for a portrait photo shoot, when there are people in your country that get 500 euros for a wedding, a wedding where you stay here in Romania, the wedding's are between 16 hours and 20 hours. Oh, that sounds We cool. don't have weddings of four <laughs> hours or eight hours. We right. have the full-on wedding. Right. And there are people making asking for 500 euros for a day like that. And I did weddings. I know what a day like that mm-hmm. is. On your back, on your, on your body, on your mental health, on your health at all. Mm-hmm. Because you stay almost between I would say six to eight hours you listen to very loud music yes because this is how weddings are here (laughs) so you're hearing kind of it's Mm -hmm. rusty and Mm -hmm. for me when I got those 500 euros from a photo shoot a portrait photo shoot it was like a confirmation that I can do it and I can ask these prices because there are people that will give me this money yeah, yeah. And it does. It makes to, such a difference. You you just have to value your work and to be able to, to have the courage to ask for this because photography is my main income. I don't work somewhere else. I don't have another okay. income. So if photography doesn't bring me enough to to sustain my life, then I don't have other options. I mean, I have other options, but I don't want to have other options. And you just have to have the courage to ask for your prices, for the prices that truly 
are giving you the life you, you want. Yeah, absolutely. It really can. And I love that it's your only income and that you're making it work for, for you. And, you know, it's, you've come a long way from working at a bank nine to six that you didn't get to be in Greece for a month for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really awesome. I, I'm, so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you. And I, I, I feel like it's, you know, it, with 2020 being your best year yet or 2021, I mean, it's, it's only going to get better from here. Yes. And we have to remember that in 2020, we didn't work the full year. We had a few months that we weren't allowed to work. So mm-hmm. if 2020 was that best, let's see what the future brings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited for you. And I really appreciate you sharing sharing your story with us and with the listeners. And, you know, it's always good for us to interview people out of the States because I, I, I just want people to know that you can do this. Yes, you, you really can. But you have to believe in yourself. And mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to stop comparing yourself to, to others. And you just have to believe in your abilities. And if you think you don't have the abilities, then go study. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. when I started uh, my photography business, I was working at a bank. And at night, I was I was uh, listening to workshops. I was learning editing I was learning photography and I would go to sleep at three in the morning and then I woke up at seven and go to work and that was my my life for a whole year so yeah yeah that's how I did it too it was every moment that I had extra you know because I had the full-time job as well the social worker and that's that's what I did 24 7 I was like yes you know right into it and yeah yeah. You, if you really wanted to make it work, you just, you have to find a way. It's yes. not always easy. It's not always pretty, mm. <laughs> but when you're that excited about something and it's just like, you know, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it keeps you going. Yes. Yes. And I always knew that since I was little, I always knew that I'm not the type of person to stay behind a desk mm-hmm. and to work from nine to five. I really, I really wasn't. And uh, in the last weeks working at the bank, I really, really started to hate my job. And I was thinking of leaving, of leaving, and <laughs> I was just seeing the moment come, and it came. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, so awesome. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. I do have a couple more questions for you that I always ask at the end of each episode. Oh, okay. And <laughs> the first one is what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? Something I can't live without. Well, my camera and my cu- my client, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I can literally do a photo shoot in a corner of the room, if you if you let me. But I need connection. This is the one thing that if I uh, I can't live without. I like to feel connected to my clients. I like to feel them as they are my closest friends. And if this connection doesn't exist, I don't think I could uh, could capture my clients the way I do. Because mm-hmm. always at the end of the session, they are, I don't know, they, they walk with a different attitude. They are more, how should I say, courageous. They are more aware of their beauty and uh, they have a totally different attitude than the one they came in with. And this is because we connect Uh, Mm -hmm. during the photo shoot yeah that's awesome yeah 
So connection is my is my thing that I couldn't live with. I love that response. I think it's so important. I think that's what keeps people talking about you and telling people about you is that really strong connection. Like in my email template guide, that's something that I call it connect because it is mm-hmm. so much of it. Not only is are there the email templates in it, but it's also talking about how to connect with your clients so that mm-hmm. they keep telling people about you. It's it's so important. I know I have them at home. <laughs> I oh, you do? Email. Yes. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, good. I'm glad. It's in the Portrait Master store now, which is very exciting. Oh, nice. No, I got it when they were on your site, I think. Oh, cool. Long Did you get the ago. update? I sent an update to everyone who bought it a couple years I ago. I don't really Because I updated know. it. Because that mail that I used to buy uh, to to get the, the, the email, the connection email, it's full of subscriptions and newsletters and i'll send it to you i have five five thousand emails unread and they don't know how to erase them without erasing the important one yeah i'll send you i'll send you the update later today thank you thank you yeah yeah. oh i'm glad you brought that up because now i can send it to you (laughs) (laughs) awesome okay uh next question is what is how do you spend your time when you're not working well as I told you, I am the lazy entrepreneur. <laughs> I love that. So, <laughs> so my good. free time, I've got free time every day. And it starts with my mornings that I do my, I drink my coffee. I do my meditation. I dance for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I just put some TikTok trending music and <laughs> I just dance. I take care of my skincare routine. I do my skincare routine. I like to read very much. So beside my Kindle, I'm always buying books, physical books, and I don't have anywhere to put them. <laughs> uh, I have to buy a new library, a new place to, to put them. Uh, I like to go out. I like to travel very much. But since with this pandemic, I can't travel that much. Mm-hmm. But I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. And um, I like to watch movies. Too much Netflix, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds amazing. I'm like, can I come live with you for a couple weeks and leave yes, my kids at home? <laughs> <laughs> I live near oh. a park, so we can go to the park. There is a lake. It's beautiful here. Oh, that's but awesome. But when, f- when I have free time, I just sit still. I enjoy the stillness and I enjoy mm-hmm. laying around. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Oh, so good. Like a cat or a dog. I'm yes. a dog person, but... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it, Alina. Okay, number three, what is your favorite inspirational quote? I was listening to a podcast when I found this. I don't know what podcast it was, but I found this uh, this uh, quote. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are by Anais Nin. Mm, and it, I like it that. just gave me chills and it's giving me chills right now because you you know it has so much to do with my philosophy behind my business because women are not just beautiful on the outside and it's not about the body of the the body or the weight or the the age or I don't know the hair color or the skin color or your height or anything but it just it has to do with that interior that power that you have inside of you that courage that vulnerability 
vulnerability, mm-hmm. that beauty that is inside of you. And this quote is, I don't know, it just gives me chills every time I see it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, very beautiful quote. Yes, thank you. Okay, number four, what would you tell people who are just starting out? Oh, God. (laughs) I have a full (laughs) list here. How much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. But to keep it short, don't compare yourself to others. It's, I think, the most important lesson that someone can learn because each of us is in a different stage of life, of business. And if you compare it to someone that has... I don't know. You want to, when I started doing weddings, for example, I always compared myself with Jerry, Jerry Gionis, and I wanted to shoot like him. But of course I couldn't because I was just starting out and I didn't have the skills uh, or the, I don't know, not even the technical stuff I didn't have. But I was so drawn to to his photos and I was always comparing my work to his work until I realized that I don't have to do this because it just lowers your confidence if you do this. Yeah, so totally. So don't compare yourself to others. Just do your best at the moment. Learn, always learn, always learn, always practice because practice makes, makes us perfect. No? Definitely. Then I've got a, a quote that Sue is always saying and it's just got stuck with me. Done is better than perfect and just do it. Don't wait for the perfect picture, for the perfect moment, for the perfect PDF, for the perfect studio, for the perfect, I don't know, prices. Uh, Just put it out. Just do it. Put it out. And you will have time to perfect it. But just put it out. Awesome. That's great advice. Yes, and another very important lesson is to uh, to learn how to say no, because I've done so so many projects that I I didn't feel they were for me, but I did them anyway because I was I don't know I thought that they will bring me clients that I thought that they will propel me into being better into being known into and it, they didn't in the end because my body and my intuition knew from the beginning that those projects were not good for me were not a good fit for me so learn to say no yeah yeah and in the end you have to find your niche you have to find the the one thing that makes you makes you happy because you if you as as I told you, I tried doing newborns. I tried photographing families. I did weddings, but none of them brings me as much joy as portraits and boudoir for women. It doesn't give me that connection. It doesn't give me that feeling of that joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Joy is so important. <laughs> yeah, it's so important. Just Sue and I talked about that in our last uh, was it our last one? And one of the ones that I interviewed her for mm-hmm. on, on this podcast about how if you don't have the joy, you're not going to want to keep doing it. Yes, exactly. and if you're not feeling joy, I mean, of course we get burned out sometimes. It's not like we always have to feel the joy, but sometimes, you know, we always have to make sure that joy is still there at some point. Yes, for example, right now 
I I'm trying to find out about uh, more about a coaching system, for example, to coach my clients in confidence, in self-esteem, body positivity, and all of this. And I'm learning new things to put in my business, to integrate in my business. So I don't lose this passion. Mm-hmm. So I feel the joy. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Absolutely. Yes, it's very important. Yep. Okay, last question. Where can people find you online, Alina? Well, most of the time I'm on Instagram. There I spend my most time. I used to hate Instagram when it first went out on the market, but now I love it. I love mm-hmm. doing reels. Mm-hmm. You're great at them. You do a yes. lot of good ones. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I simply love them. I'm also on Facebook with a page, but I don't really go on Facebook as much. And of course, on my website, alinabotica.ro. I love your name, Alina Botica. It just comes yeah. out like Alina Botica. I just love it. <laughs> I love your name. Thank you very much. Such a great name. Yeah. Yeah. My mom gave me my my name, Alina. It comes from, well, in Romanian, it's like uh, endearment or okay, something yeah. that mm-hmm. that caresses you. Something that when you're sad, it just takes it away. And yeah, she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. She's just so beautiful. Yes. Very cool. Well, thank you again. And I really appreciate you spending time to, to do this. And I hope you get to go to Greece soon. And Oh, yeah. thank you very much, Nikki. It was <laughs> a great pleasure. And yeah. thank you very much for, for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think Greece is for next year. yeah yeah hopefully yes all right my dear you have a wonderful day and i will see you in the group and on instagram yes thank you very much (laughs) okay take care bye bye thank you so much for listening to the portrait system podcast your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do so if you like listening would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.